Hello, my baby. Hello, my honey. Hello, my ragtime summertime gal. Send me a kiss by wire. Baby, my heart's on fire. You've got to see my friend. He can sing. He can dance. And you'll be left alone, oh baby. Telephone. No, no, no. Look at him. He's dancing. He's singing. No, no, no. Look, but look. He's... He was doing it a second ago. I pro... No, I... Sing. Boys, sing that. But he was doing it. You could, you could see him. It's incredible. But, but no, but don't take me away. This is Rough Cuts. Dogs, they're coming. They're coming your way. They'll be here soon. It's been sleeping soundly for over a decade. Now, this unforgettable legend that was created by the gods is returning to once again change the face of mischief. <laughs> this February... It's all. <laughs> Jamie Kennedy. Honey, I think it's time we trade up. Alan Cumming. This is a fake. Yes, but it's a good fake. Ow. And introducing Otis as Otis the dog. Buckle up, baby. Son of the mask. That's all I got. I got nothing. So, you yeah. you were just saying that you think that this movie is inappropriately infamous. Yes. In that, like, it's bad. It, it's definitely bad. It's bad. It's it's bad. It's very bad. We all knew it was bad. We walked into it knowing it was bad. We get it. It was terrible. But it wasn't interestingly terrible, right? Okay, so name a infamously bad film. Name a name a bad movie. You the know past. Bad movies. I owned a, I owned a VHS of the past. I'm good. Okay. Name another bad movie. <laughs> okay. Like the Space Mutiny, right? Yeah. Like Red Brown rolling around in a little car. Uh Miami uh, oh god, Miami Connection. Miami Connection. Yeah, blow up doll, shot Tracks. in the sky and a fucking RPG shoots it out of the sky. Mm -hmm. Hilarious. Tracks. Fucking tracks. The you villain, think the about villain farts and dies. Yeah, you know what I think about your cookies? <laughs> Boom. Hilarious. Then he blows himself up, and that's the end of the movie, kind of. I... <sighs> mm -hmm. I feel like this is a movie that is mentioned online, and then just repeated. I, I don't think there's an original opinion about this film. Uh, that's think, the way I'm going to put that out there. As far as infamously bad, I don't feel like that's earned. But, okay, but you just said that there's not an original idea about this film. But see, I would say that that's perfect. That matches up everything exactly because yeah. this movie also does not have an original idea in it. Like, this movie is basically <laughs> Family Guy. Yes. Yeah, I... 
that's I, it. I said that eventually. It has like, huge to, family guy yeah, energy. To, to say this movie is infamously bad is... It's, to say to family com- guy is infamously bad. No, wait, no, that's right. Hold, but, not, oh, wait. The, but not in the same mm, way, I'm, though. I'm winning the argument, <laughs> boys. No, this but, is a big debate club. Score and, one for me. And I agree that family guy is bad, but it's not like bad. It's not a bad mm. movie that you that you watch and enjoy for bad reasons in any way, right? Correct. Like, Correct. Like if if you're talking about a B movie, a bad movie, something that's infamous to talk about that that is whispered between friends to be like, "Have you seen Son of the Mask?" Well, but is this nobody, one done like that? I feel that. like this one is just done as in like, "Don't watch it." Yeah, but on the internet that means watch it. <laughs> that's how the internet that talks means, i think that that just means it for us i think that that's just that means it for us i think that that's all that means um but i i have a couple bullet points um yeah it's just kind of boring that's a bullet point yeah it's mostly boring uh it's cynical yes extremely cynical yes uh yeah. whenever it doesn't have something to reference because it's entirely derivative of other works Mm-hmm. Um, it's half-assed on those jokes. Anything that is original is done in a way that isn't even remotely well done or completed. It's like a half-thought. Well, it's not... Yeah, most of the time it's not even that it's well done or not completed because, okay, stuff that's real that goes whole ass but is... Like not in, like not good. That's also interesting. That's fun. That's something that we it do want to see be. in these movies. But, but this movie no... doesn't go for that. It doesn't even anytime that it has something original, it like yeah. it can't follow through. There's zero follow through on it. Like, uh, a good example. No heart, sir, I know that you're gonna. Yeah. I know that you want to do the rest of your bullet points, but I just want to highlight it as in an exact moment in the movie yeah. where Jimmy Kennedy as the mask when he puts on the mask again and he's doing like a big final fight. He's driving like this big cartoon clown car and he goes, look, honey, no hands and holds up his hands and he goes, oh, just kidding. And immediately grabs the wheel. And it's like, but there's, he just took his hands off the car, but. Babe, look, no hands. (laughs) I'm kidding. Like in the, in the original mask, like I said, I'm like, he'd have like held up his hands and there would have been his arms and there would have been no hands on the end of his hands. And they'd have been like still driving the car kind of thing. And he'd have been like, just kidding. Like it had been something like that, but it doesn't, it wasn't something that they were ripping off. So they didn't know how to make a joke. They out didn't of it. know how to make a joke. Yeah. The, uh, Jim Carrey had faces like Jim Carrey does, yes, which were expressive and interesting. Every expression in this movie is just dead. No expression. No emotion. Not except for everyone. except for exactly one character two. who is I think there's two characters. The wife does a really good job. Wife and Loki, maybe? Wife and like, Loki. Yes. Those are it. And then of course every line is given with no energy. Every single line. A lot, yes, the vast, uh, famously, the mask is known for having no like, energy. Like, do you remember when Jim Carrey in The Mask goes up and yeah. he goes, smoking. He goes up and he's like, I am, I have a cigarette in my mouth and I am smoking. Mm-hmm. Please clap. 
I think that that's we can lay ninety five percent of that at the feet of Jamie Kennedy. <laughs> it's probably him, and it's also the director of Cats and Dogs. <laughs> it's the director of yeah. I mean, okay, yes. The other thing is that like I can't entirely blame Jamie Kennedy because how much of that is the director being like, no, 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 that takes good, whatever. I don't know. I guess I. I'm not going to give our viewers what they want, our listeners what they want, because I don't feel anything for this movie. That's what's upsetting me the most. I'm like, I don't care. I... you, I, I, I can be upset at things in this film. There are things that I think are wrong, mm-hmm. and they, they tell a little too much about the director and the writer. <laughs> a little too much. I think that what but... you're saying... Yeah, I, I get that you're saying that you were hoping... You worried that this movie was what it is, and it, it is exactly what it is, but you were hoping against hope that it was somehow a, a little bit more like Bracelet of Bordeaux or like yeah, some of those, like, like again, the, the relentlessly actual bad movies that are kind of funny yeah, because it, but just because it, of how bad they are. It's not baffling, though. I can explain everything in this film. Yeah. I can explain every single decision. My... Yes, that okay, that I get. Yeah. Cuz yeah. a lot of yes, some of the joy that I get from this is the why are there steampunk steamboat Italian mafia members with yeah. punkoids under them in this movie. Yeah, like shit like that. And there's Like that makes it, no sense, but in this it's just like, oh, because they have no creativity. They have no creativity or oh, because the writer hates women. Because because the the writer has the writer and director or I don't know somebody involved with this somebody at the top really has the most divorced dad energy I've ever seen. Yeah, like <laughs> it's bad. The, the, it's really the biggest bad. feeling I got from this movie is that either the writer or the director or both felt like their entire career was sidelined because of a woman and or a child. And that if only the world appreciated them more for their genius in creating fictional works, Mm -hmm. uh, then everything would be better. But all these awful women and awful children and awful people that won't appreciate them keep standing in their way. That's what I got. That is exactly how I can explain this film. And that's not funny. That's the problem. Spoken! That's not funny. It just—that's incredibly just, sad. It's just tragic. It's just—it's just tragic. I'll agree yes. with you there. I think that a lot of, in defense of people that are like have made this film infamously bad, uh, this movie had a theatrical release and a huge budget. People, yeah. would, this is this is one of the movies. I think the problem is that we are bad movie aficionados. And to us, this movie is, it's bad, but it is like middle of the pack for bad. Middle of the road. It's not 6% of Rotten Tomatoes, which is what it has bad. Well, I I, I I can see see why. Okay, but the 6% on Rotten Tomatoes is not. Here's the thing about, here's the trick about Rotten Tomatoes. That's yeah. not a measure of how bad all the reviewers found it. It's just a me- it's just a it's binary answer, answer yes yeah. no for how for average reviewers. And I can say that this movie has zero appeal to anybody, which yes. 
that makes sense for 6% Forgotten Tomatoes is that it it just literally appeals to no one. Even the people that like bad movies and stuff look at this and go, well, but this just is an entirely derivative piece of shit. <laughs> I don't, I, there's nothing interesting here. I have a, I have another complaint about this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, the only minorities in this movie are either the mm. friend of the white guy mm. who is there to be a mm. advice giver. Uh-huh. Or they're being literally mentally controlled by white people. Yeah, I didn't like their brain being their brain being you. taken over by a white Norse god. Those are the only minorities in this film. I don't. And that's like that it. is again. It's not a joke. Yeah. That's not funny. No. That just sucks. That just sucks. Spoken. The so okay. I I think that we should talk about the actual movie. This see the thing is we reversed roles. Last week I was you, and now this week you're me. Because last week I was like, but I don't even want to talk about this film. It's no. it sucks all joy out of life. It's there's nothing. I don't find something fun or interesting. I, in this. I wrote a page of notes, and I don't give a shit about any of it. That's the problem. Huh. I wrote. Like six notes. <laughs> I have I have a whole page of notes, and I don't want to care about any of it. I don't know. There wasn't enough for me to write six a page of notes to me, honestly. But so here's the thing: the main character, Jamie Kennedy, is holy shit. I don't remember his name. Something uh, Tim. It's Tim. Tim, Tim Avery. Avery, which I knew that I remembered the Avery thing because they're making Tex Avery Tex is the Avery famous joke. cartoonist, and so of course he's joke. this. Oh, like this is the this is the thing about this movie that I kind of find fascinating is how much this character is a self insert and how much of a super genius cool guy he is, and what they think a super genius cool guy is because boy, it yeah. sucks. But he's, so Tim Avery is with his wife, but he really, really, really hates children and doesn't want children. And he's making certain that she knows that he hates children and doesn't want children. Come on, Tanya. I'm not saying I don't want to have a baby. I'm just saying I don't want to have a baby right now. So why not? Hey, guess what? That is a valid life decision. If you don't want children, cool. Yeah. Ain't nothing wrong with that. I don't want kids. My wife doesn't want kids. But the thing is that she wants children, and so they should just break up. <laughs> yeah, they should. No, him, like, right. hating her and resenting her for wanting a child, and she thinking that he's a child for not wanting kids. And but no, and not that's not what happens. Instead, he, for some reason, his dog has the mask, which we don't explain just, in the slightest. He finds it in the river, I guess, and then brings it home. Yeah, yeah, and then he just decides for Halloween that he'll put it on for. I mean, no reason. So in the original movie, Stanley Ipkiss finds it in the water, right? Because like some mobsters threw a guy in the river that had the mask. Yeah, and they threw it in with him, but it it's made of wood, so it floats, and then he just finds it and puts it on. So the, again, it's derivative. It floats by the water. Somebody finds it, and then he puts it on. Yeah, like 
I can get that though if it's trying to do the same thing as the mask, but it's, it's trying just... to do the same thing. But like Stanley Ipkiss is a better character. Oh yeah, movie. yeah. No, not no, even no, no, not no. even Jim Carrey. Just yeah, the character is better. Yes, no, of course, because this character is yeah. a blank slate self-insert super genius who yeah. people just don't appreciate enough. Like, that's part of the reason for me that this film is mildly interesting in just that, like, the, the meta-ness of that this feels like such an aggrieved person of, like, no one truly appreciates my art in a way and, like, these this stupid yeah. woman and child stand in my way and people don't really get me, but I'm actually the biggest super genius of all time, which I don't, was it, he, was he mad that cats and dogs got a 54%? Cause that was the only movie before this. He, this man, this is the other thing that's surprising to me. We had a big thing about who the fuck Oliver Daly, who the fuck is Lawrence Guterman? Isn't it? It's Lawrence Guterman, right? Whatever was his name. Yeah. Cause his movies are, he started with Cats and Dogs, and then he did The Son of the Mask. Those are the only movies that he's, he's done, yeah. And the first one has a budget of, like, 60 million? And this one had another, bu a budget of, like, 80 to 100 million in 2005. That's Marvel money. Yeah. And they did it off the back of one movie. Like, why is he getting these movies? Why, why him? Why, why this guy? And why is he so aggrieved? Like, it is it maybe the writer that's so aggrieved? I don't know. Like, it feels like somebody has like a personal vendetta I against mean, Hollywood or something he, here. He was the writer for Cats and Dogs. Also, he was the director and writer for that movie. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, and for in, this one, he's this just one, the director. In this one, they used a different script. So, I don't think Cats and Dogs was this cynical. No. Right? So, no. So, this has to be the writer. I guess. It has to be. Like. Yeah? It doesn't make sense otherwise. And, unless he, Unless he, he didn't talk about it in that movie. And then he's like, now I'm a director. <laughs> Maybe. I'm going to put my foot finish in the movie later. That, that'll get him. We saw Cats and Dogs. That makes sense for how creepy weird that movie was. Because that movie had some creepy energy to it to me. I I hated how perverted that movie was. Oh, but, here's the so problem. He, I figured it out. He's Canadian. <laughs> anyway, so... <laughs> He goes to the Halloween party and puts Got on him. the mask that the dog... Fuck you. <laughs> he puts on the mask that the dog had. Yeah. And then he transforms into the Jim Carrey mask. But it's Jamie Kennedy. So all, he, all they have energy for is a mashup Neil Cicerega style shit post, which is kind of incredible. Um, yeah. Of can't take my eyes off of you. Where well, okay, he hold on. Oogles women and strips yeah. them down. It, it's a mashup slash uh, medley slash rap music video <laughs> in the style of Buster Rhymes. I no, not a fan of this. I'm also not a fan of him just like randomly undressing women. <laughs> yep. 
This is the whole thing, huh? Yeah. Did they think Jamie Kennedy was a big enough star to... Whatever the budget was, again, they spent too much. Oh god, yes. It was 84 to 100 million. I actually love it. I actually fucking love this part because it's so bad, but it's... And of course it's in the style of Buster Rock. Like, it, it's always in the style of something. Yeah. This is... It's I, hard I, because it's hard to say what's... What is the difference between an homage and just not having an original idea? I, I figured out how he got this movie, by the way. Okay. Uh, and Cats and Dogs. Oh. He did some additional director work on Ants. Yeah. Z. Yeah, I knew so, that. So that, which... that was his in. He's like, I'm a director. I guess. He did, he did like, like that one movie's scene okay. Yeah, that movie's good. Yeah, but, but that, that was it. That was his in. And it's somebody gave a, him a chance. It's such an incredible leap forward for yeah. somebody who... I, I, well, yeah. okay, if you're filling out a... If you're making a resume, you say you were a director on Ants. You don't it, that's say... That's a big thing. Yeah, you no, don't no, no, no. say that you did additional director work for one scene that was reshot for ants sure. you say i am an ants director give me cats and dogs so i have a question how did he do additional directing for the movie ants which also has like a 105 million dollar yeah. budget and a million really that's, good uh, actors and stuff in it that's the and woody allen movie right or it, it, yeah woody allen is a character in it i wouldn't call it a woody allen movie because it's not like directed or written by him or anything it has him as a voice he's the main voice but it also has it also has Sharon Stone, Jennifer Lopez, Sylvester Stallone, Christopher Walken, Dan Aykroyd, Anne Bancroft, Danny Glover, and Gene Hackman. Like it's fucking full of yeah. yeah. And, and if you put I'm a director for this film that had these actors in it on your resume, mm -hmm. someone's gonna give you a movie. <laughs> I and then cats okay, and dogs. Yeah, it also made like, money. Ants is actually critically acclaimed. Like ants is yeah, yeah. ants has a very very good rating. Ants is known as a very good film. But what I'm saying is cats and dogs actually made money. It's as shitty as shitty as it was. It made a lot of money. It made money. So they gave him a bigger budget and another chance with Son of the Mask. That's Anyways, why. because he got overpromoted, he is now bitter at Hollywood? I don't know. Yes. And this whole movie is about so this aggrieved man. So he goes and does his shtick at the uh Halloween party for his company. Um, which he is a mascot in. They have the, an open office floor plan for an imag uh, animation studio. Okay, yeah, it, you you were about to say the Imagineers. It it's was an Imagine, yeah. Hey, boys and girls, I'm Torpedo Torres. Here what? is um, your dreams come true. What? so much fun what? for me and you. What? And imagine in the morning, and imagine at night, you're watching cartoons so they're, at home. Ah, uh, 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 like they're showing what a loser he is, I guess. That he'll be a mascot. It, 
and Imagine, but it's basically the Disney Imagineers with a Disney studio with Disney animators in a fake sweatshop yeah. animation studio. Yeah. Where he's on yeah. the ground floor that tours the office and he dresses yeah. as a mascot. I don't know. It doesn't make sense. But then he's trying to become an animator. The important part is that he resents his wife for having an actual career. Yes. That's the point of this scene. It's not not that he works for an animation studio, which is part of the plot, but it's specifically that he resents his wife for having a career because he has a shitty job. I don't think that comes in as much until later, but it's the setup for that. Yes. It comes in a lot more later, but it, it definitely sets that cause, tone. Because the transition to that scene is him talking to his wife saying, we can't have a kid because you have a real job and I'm a piece of shit. And then it transitions. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. It so hasn't that, gone, but yeah. that's more like him feeling inadequate so far. Like so far it yeah. hasn't fully you're I feel like you're tainted by your later knowledge a little bit that you know that it goes there. It hasn't gone there yet. It's just the setup yeah. for going there. It's a good setup for going there. I agree with you on that. But I feel like at the time I hadn't quite understood yet that it was specifically that he resented her. It felt like he was yeah. it was like, oh well, he feels inadequate, which is still stupid. Like, don't get me wrong, it's not good, mm-hmm. but it gets worse later because it's later really shown that he resents her in the way that the plot goes, in that she has to go to New York for a week for her career, and he's left at home with the kid, and then he's sitting uh-huh. there like, oh, like, yeah, the fucking wife, they suck the life out of you, blah, 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 all this kind of stuff. But also at this party, even before any of that is really set up, that he hates his wife and stuff, there is the, the wife-hating energy in a way because... He just randomly ogles a bunch of women at the party. Yes. Like, mask style, you know, with, like, the big, like, kind of Pepe Le Pew, gross hearts floating, like, guy eyes bulging bullshit. That I know this isn't the actor's do. name, but why was Kumar in this movie? From Hailed and Kumar, go to White Castle? Well, why was he mocap man? Why was Bob Hoskins in this movie? Well, we know why Bob Hoskins. <laughs> <laughs> Bob Hoskins had a lot of weed. Bob Hoskins. No, he had a lot of weed, and he was feeling pretty down after Super Mario Brothers, and he was trying to find some way to get back in. And Odin sounded like a good dog, like a good deal, right? Like, I Bob Hoskins, you want to be Odin? Bob Hoskins be like, oh shit, I want to be Odin. That sounds great. What movie is it? Don't worry about it. <laughs> Well, no, they said it's a movie that has a budget of almost $100 million and will pay, pay you a paycheck. Yeah. yeah. And he went, okay. That's Bob Hoskins, <laughs> that's, that's fair. And in 2005, that is Bob yeah. Hoskins' career. I, yes. I, it shouldn't have been, but it was. So I'll yeah, agree. And as we all know, Bob Hoskins had no career before Super Mario Brothers. A, me- a much better question is, why is Alan Cummings in this movie? I think that's a really good question. I don't know. He plays Loki basically the same as the Marvel Loki. Yeah. I mean, well, if you, if you cut out... It looks very different. He's <laughs> Leather Daddy Loki. He's Leather Daddy. Well, okay. If you type Leather Daddy Loki into Twitter right now... No, Bing. You're going to get... Or Bing. Or anywhere. Bing. You're going to get so many thirsty people. People, oh, pe- the, oh, yeah. thing, pe- the thing people want the most... Do you think that people are thirsty leather for daddy this Loki? Leather Daddy Loki, though? Well, this Leather Daddy Loki looks like he came out of a fucking Hot Topic, so... 
maybe not. <laughs> this leather daddy Loki wears a fucking this, jade this wallet. Leather daddy, this leather daddy Loki looks like he was on a 90s version of Entourage. He's, he's got so much fucking gel in his hair. Like, <laughs> it may, it, it, you wonder if it's plastic, which... The mask's hair is plastic for no fucking reason, but... He's 30 seconds away from yelling spring break at any moment <laughs> that he's on screen. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's really hard to explain his hairstyle. It's, uh... What's weird yeah. is that Leather Daddy Loki... I hate that this is his name now. But Leather Daddy Loki is the most wholesome character in this movie. Yeah. Yeah. He's not, well, like, he's the villain, but he's not evil. The no. evil per- he's- okay, so what it is, is there's a difference between antagonist and protagonist. <laughs> the antagonist of the movie is Loki, and the protagonist- well, like, antagonist and protagonist and, like, vi- villain and hero. Yeah. The antagonist is Loki, and the protagonist is Tim Avery, but the hero is Loki, and the villain yes. is, <laughs> is the and The villain is our main character, Yes. Yes. Okay, who, so... Our agreed. main character, by the way, who is a man-child. And you know how we know he's a man-child? No, this is a serious question. Do you know how we know he's a man-child? They showed it to us. I mean, there's a lot of ways. I can't pick one. Do I have to pick one? One. Tell me one. I mean, the way that he... I, I I just go ahead. It's fine. Okay, whatever you're gonna say was wrong. It's it's because he's playing Mario Kart Advance on a Game Boy Advance SP. Oh yeah, okay, that's fair. Yeah. That's how we know he's a man child. Oh, it does set that up because he's with in the car with his wife and he hates listening to her so much that he's playing his game. Yeah, he's ignoring his wife to play video games in the car, specifically Mario Kart. <laughs> What? What? Okay, I'm just gonna say it. That was flat out embarrassing. The mere mention of the word baby in your throat. Hold on. No, no, no. You can't. Fuck off. That was not an SP he was holding, was it? That doesn't look like it, but it is. They can. They just did, boy. What the fuck? After seeing those kids, they just did. Sounds like a good option. They're playing Super... It's not Super Mario Kart. It's, it's um, Mario Kart Advanced. Well, sure. Yeah, yeah. They are playing a Mario Kart. You have someone you can relate to. Why did Nintendo okay, honey, get branding in this movie? I know you're upset, okay? Can I ask you they one fucked question? up. That's a good question. Anyway, <laughs> so he goes to the party. Yeah, I, I want to get on track. I'm. This is this is a role reversal. I want to finish talking about this movie. You can't fucking stop me from finishing talking about this movie, boys. Uh-huh. So he goes to the Halloween party. We're like twenty minutes into the movie, not even. He he has he goes to the party. He has the mask on. His boss is all impressed with his bro attitude. I don't know. At least that's probably accurate, to be fair. And decides uh-huh. to give him a shot as an animator. Also, when he comes home, he bangs his wife. Um, which, of course, then makes her pregnant the next day. And then they just montage her pregnancy, even though she's barfing up 
bubbles and stuff, but they just, everybody kind of glosses over all that. They're like, oh, that was weird. And then they just move on. Then they just drop it instantly, the very next scene, and suddenly she's had the baby and it's fine. This movie brings up a very good point that previously had only been brought up in fanfics online. Mm -hmm. Which is that when you're wearing the mask, your semen is also affected by the mask. Mm -hmm, And mm -hmm. it turns your semen into cartoon semen that will impregnate Mm -hmm. in a way that creates a cartoon baby. But because it's Loki's mask that Loki infused with his own magic. Oh yeah, this is Norse mythology, by the way. (laughs) That that he uh, left on Earth for humans to use to cause chaos. This implies pretty heavily that when you're wearing the mask and you shoot semen, you're actually shooting Loki's semen. It doesn't imply it. No, it directly says it. Yeah, no, it it, no, it says yeah. it explicitly. Loki says that he's the dad. Yes. So, and I mean, <laughs> in this movie, Loki is a daddy, so it makes sense. So basically, he artificially inseminated this guy's wife by. Okay. Anyway, it, I needed to. I I it's why, transubstantiation. They, yeah, it's something. It is something that gods would do, but it's kind of I'm fucked getting, up. Mm-hmm. It's kind of fucked up, is what I'm getting at. So it's something that gods would do. You know, I'm. This is a better job yeah. of Loki and uh, Odin than maybe I'm giving it credit for. Yeah, but <sighs> okay. So after the montage of her giving birth, which is like three God. seconds of of movie. There's ten minutes of baby shit. Well, right? Like it skips over her doing that because except she's that an it has inconsequential. Of, yeah, it has ten minutes of him doing baby. Him, shit. yeah, she him is specifically. In, her being the 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 mother is only integral to the plot because she was a womb to carry the baby in. Yes. Also, that is, I, that is it. I just want to point out, so, like, during this part, there's, like, a one-minute montage of the pregnancy. Like, it just, it does it so fucking fast. Like, 30 seconds to a minute are on the pregnancy, even though, like, her whole thing is that she wants to be pregnant, and he doesn't. And then the next scene is this montage that you're talking about of him doing Uh baby shit, and it's specifically him doing baby shit, and it's showing how much it's fucking up his life. Yes. And how right he was... How right he was for not wanting to have the kid. And it's done over like two to five minutes. Yes. And during that entire time, it only shows her sleeping as he does all the work. Yeah, because they gloss over everything she does. So I was going to say, so the entire pregnancy is nothing. Yeah. But his personal, personal, very, very real pain about just you know, occasionally getting up to feed the child is shown as this incredible, arduous task. Like, that was when I was like, oh no, that's what this movie is, is it's like this aggrieved, divorced dad who's like, well, if you hadn't gotten fucking pregnant, then we'd still be like, it's all yeah, gone. And then, and then like, that. as he's at home, just like in tatters, dealing with this child, doing baby things, he calls his wife mm-hmm. and talks to her about something because she uh, she goes off on a trip to New York because her York work finally, yeah. her work had her do that mm-hmm. and she has a successful career 
and she's getting money for the family and helping raise the child and all that shit. Meanwhile, and, he's a fucking and, mascot. And and he says on the phone, well, glad her work is going well. Yeah. He's resentful for her for being successful. This is where it really, yeah. It's Once she goes on the bullshit. trip, that's when the movie, that's when I was like, oh, the beginning of him, like, talking about how cool her career was and how bad his was, wasn't him feeling inadequate. It was literally, he was actually comparing careers. I just thought that he was, he wished that he was an animator, but it's not about that. It's about that he's less successful than she is, and that's not okay. Yeah. Because it's one thing to be like, I wish I had my dream job. I get that. But it's not that. It's, oh, I just wish that I was more successful than my wife. He's so fucking insecure. I'm talking about the writer. He is so fucking (laughs) insecure that he feels threatened by his partner being more successful than him. Mhm. What a piece of shit. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Immediately you're like, "Oh god, this dad fucking sucks. This dad's literally the worst." On top of that, during all of this, oh god, there's so many there are four different movies happening at once in this movie. That's a thing. Yeah. This yeah. movie is disjointed. Uh, because there's also the subplot of Loki trying to get back the mask for Odin because Odin's mad, and, and while the kid gets born, Odin also has, like, a ten-second thing where he goes, BORN OF THE MASK! Loki. Damn it, Bob Hoskins. Well, he doesn't look like Bob Hoskins. <laughs> what? Oh my god. Wait, what? What was that? And like, throws his arms in the air, and then they just cut from that, and it's like, oh, there's a kid born of the mask, and that's bad, I guess? I don't know. Um, and then the dog is also shown, like, being sad outside in the doghouse, where before it was in the house, and now it's like, oh no, the dog's sad, because... This piece of shit dad doesn't care about the dog anymore because they had a kid. In me being, in me talking about everything that sucks in this movie, I forgot there was a dog. <laughs> What's uh, th- there is a good moment with the dog in this movie. There's a good in moment. In the beginning. Yeah. In the first like five minutes, they have an entire room for the dog, which is mm-hmm. decorated for the dog. And it has toys for the dog. And they play with the dog. And they pet the dog. And he gets treats. And cuddles and hugs, and it's adorable. And then they just forget they have a dog for 40 minutes of the movie. Yes. It's but just they, they do show the one scene in, in that time that's like set up for, oh, the dog's gonna be jealous. But they do it once, and then they bring the dog back again 20 minutes later. Like it's like, yes. you get a scene of the dog in the beginning, and then where it finds the mask, and then there's nothing for 20 minutes, and then you have one scene of it being said in the doghouse instead of in the house. And then they forget about it for 20 minutes. And that's the way the Loki scenes feel too. Yeah. Because they'll just pop in. Every 15 minutes or so, there will be a one minute Loki scene. And then it'll just drop it for another 15 minutes. And then you're like, oh, right. Yeah, there's still Lokis in this. Hmm, right. That's a thing in this movie. Because Loki's trying. He knows a kid was born of the mask because Bob Hoskins says, born of the mask. 
With thunder and lightning in a green screen weird void, yeah. Yeah, so he has to go find the kid and get his mask. So he got a registry from the hospital of the list of babies that were born that day in that hospital. And he's going down the list one by one in time order of when they were born. Yes. To try and find the baby. And along the way, he's murdering parents. Left and right. I fucking love this part, actually. <laughs> like, it was and then good. and then finding the baby and be like, eh, not the right baby, and throwing it out a window. Like, this is yeah, this is the only unique thing that this movie did. Like, I mean, it's not even super unique, but it was the only thing that wasn't just like an exact ripoff. Because we'll get to those in a minute. Yeah, but and it was good. Like that, they actually went in full force with. Like, he wa- he comes in as, like, a vacuum salesman and is like, hey, man, have you ever had a vacuum? And then he, like, vacuums her up and just, just like, it's stupid and it's slapstick, but it it is yeah. a little bit of fresh air because Alan Cummings actually acts and it kind of has some timing. Like, yes? Good afternoon. This isn't even that bad. Like it honestly is shot kind of okay and stuff. It's just boring. That is why you need Allow me to demonstrate. don't you need to plug it in? This is a terrible demonstration. The same thing with Jim Carrey's The Mask. Like, if you watch The Mask now, I mean, it's not that good of a movie. It's not that good. Uh, it's probably a little perverted. That and a too, little. Yeah. It's also probably a little creepy. Yes. It, there's I mean, a, there's, there's a lot of, like, cold hitting on women and mm-hmm. harassing them and that type of but thing. But even if you cut out that stuff, it's not that great of a movie. And especially, like, if you sat down and just described the things that happen in The Mask, it sounds really bad. But mm. it's carried by the fact that Jim Carrey has charisma and timing and can pull off the slapstick. Right? Yeah. Like, he's got that. And Alan Cummings has a bit of that, too. Jamie Kennedy has none of that. <laughs> I, that's I feel that's like, part of the problem. I feel like they should have made... They should have just made Alan Cummings do both roles. Yeah. Eddie, Eddie Murphy this. Yeah, or just have Al, like have somebody else play Jamie Kennedy or Alan Cummings just... Just drop the Loki shit and have Alan Cummings do the main character. I, there could have yeah. been a lot of things. There's a million problems with this movie. You can't fix it with just one thing. But that is one of the things that's wrong with it is that and it really nails it home because you get like these long stretches of Jamie Kennedy doing baby shit and then like a minute of Loki. And it rather than being super excited about when Loki's on, it's almost just like, well, why didn't we have this as a movie? <laughs> like you yeah. always just feel like, like it just kind of scores the fact that it's so bad whenever the baby and Jamie Kennedy are on screen rather than like makes mm, you happy to see Alan. Yeah. No, that's right. Yeah. If that makes sense. <laughs> so he he's got the kid at home but he's got to do a deadline thing 
and it's driving him nuts. So he hates the kid and he talks about how much he hates the kid over and over and over, including being on the phone and saying, yeah, I hate this kid. They suck the life out of you, which is like a direct quote. Yeah, I still got the kid. Oh, God, you have no idea. Man, did they suck the life out of you. <laughs> of what he says. And so the kid then gets, then the kid gets angry because this is a super magical baby. And he puts the kid in front of the TV, which his wife explicitly told him not to do, but he doesn't give a shit about her either. So he just shoves the kid in front of the TV and tries to get his work done. And the kid starts mimicking the stuff on the TV. Oh, by the way, when I say that he like leaves the kid in front of the TV, I mean, he has his whole day and goes to bed and the kid's still watching TV. <laughs> He's a shitty parent. He's a shitty person. Yeah. But they are hero, everyone. Spoken! Now the kid... It realizes that he hates the dad and decides to do a whole bunch of the exact cartoon shit that he watched on the TV like, with his dad. This is what we mean by family guy shit. It, it's literally... This is where it becomes Do it, you yes. remember this? And then they do the scene. Well, I would argue that it's worse than that. Because okay. it's not do you... Well, because the normal do you remember this and then they show it hasn't actually shown you the literal exact cartoon that it came oh, from five yeah. minutes ago because <laughs> they show the kid watching TV and watching all of the bits that they then exactly recreate five minutes later. So you just see it double. This movie actually assumes the audience is stupid. <laughs> Family Guy at least assumes that you know what they're talking about, right? They, they at least assume you understand the reference. I wouldn't call that Family Guy assuming that you're smart, but... Uh, no, no, but they at least assume that you know what they're talking about. This movie assumes yes. you're so dumb, yes, you don't this, even this, know this. Yeah, I wouldn't say that... Okay, I, I would say that Family Guy assumes that you're smarter than this movie assumes you're smart, but, like, that's a low bar. <laughs> and we're we're talking about, like... Bam Bam from the Flintstones. The Dancing yes. Frog, which is referenced in everything. Hello, my baby. Hello, my honey. Hello, we're, my we're, rock-time girl. We're talking about, like, Woody Woodpecker. Yeah. Like, fucking Wiley e. Coyote. Like, Roadrunner shit. It's all... It's just that. Yeah. yeah, Tom and Jerry, for mm -hmm. sure. Yeah, like, yeah. It, it's literally just that. But they assume that you don't even know what those are. Yeah. The mask does the same thing. Like, the mask, the, the original mask does all the same stuff. It There's is a little very bit of Tex Avery, yeah, with, like, the... Woo-woo! Like, the guy, like, making, you know, dog noises. Yeah, and, and like, the rolled-out like yeah. tongue and stuff. And, he yeah. does, like, the bang but, coming out of the But they don't show you the cartoon before. No, that's exactly what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm saying yeah. the mask does a better job of it. Like, that's... I feel like that's the difference between these movies in a lot of ways, too. Yeah. Is that the one is doing... And it also puts it into new contexts. yes. Right? It yeah, does something, yeah. it takes cartoon energy and then places it against real life things and may and like shows this weird dichotomy and does like a joke with that. Whereas this just recreates exactly in real life what the cartoon just showed. I think I think we just invented something. Let me wait, let me check my notes. Because he does the so the baby does like a hello my honey, hello my baby, while he's talking about they suck the life out of you. And then he 
goes to all the neighbors and is like, look at my baby who sings and dances. And then the baby stops singing and dancing. We, we didn't invent anything new. I'm sorry. Uh, what you're talking about is transformative work. Yes. Yeah, that's the term. It's transformative. This well, movie yeah, is it, not transformative. It... This is derivative. That's yeah, the problem. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Because again, like the mask is yeah. doing it as it's an homage to it where it, like I said, it's taking that cartoon energy and doing something that those cartoons haven't done before. Yeah. Putting it in real life and like kind of mashing it together. Same as like Who Framed Roger Rabbit and all, like mm-hmm. it that kind of thing. Those are better movies. This movie just goes, hey, have you ever seen a cartoon? No, no, and by that I mean this exact cartoon, because here it is again. That we're showing you? We're yeah. going to show it to you, this one that we're going to show you. Oh, hey, that cartoon that we just literally showed you, we're now going to do it in real life. It does it a bunch. Can you imagine if Spaceballs showed you the reference for everything they were doing before they did the reference? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's what it is. Yes. Well... Except for the ass dynamite. <laughs> there was that scene where Loki stuck a, a stick of dynamite up his asshole and then lit a fuse. Up his it's own true. ass. Yes. No, it's like, it's in there. It's, it's stuck. In his own it's asshole. wiggling around as he's walking. Yeah. That's a fetish. And he doesn't do it. <laughs> I thought that it was the kid That's that was doing it to him to like, no, get him. No, but he did it to it, himself. No, he just, he just, he just does he it. He just op- dropped trowel. Opened his asshole and shoved a dynamite stick up it. Yeah. Yep. So you want to be mask and meet me? Hmm. Where shall we meet? Um. Why is that in his ass? Difficult getting a table there, especially No, it's literally in his asshole. Yeah. No, it's up his butthole. Sure, it's a little cliche, but it's not like it's so cliche that I think to myself, wow, that's too cliche. Meet me in that alley. Within the hour. With the mask. If you ever want to see your little monster, I can. No! He lit dynamite in his ass. It was explicitly up his ass. Yeah. I have another complaint about this movie, actually, now that I'm thinking about it. And this is kind of upsetting me from a rough cuts standpoint more than just this particular film. Mm-hmm. But why do so many of our movies have extended piss scenes? Like, why does that keep happening? Do we need a one minute piss fountain? I. Did that need to happen? Why do all the movies try and kill the dog? This one doesn't. This one doesn't kill the dog. It doesn't try this to kill the dog. This one definitely tries to kill the dog. Did, well, there's that whole scene no, with... It's in cartoon no, violence. It's the cartoon but... violence, though. That's the thing. Is there's... Nobody yeah. gets actually hurt in the cartoon violence kind of stuff. But So, I, okay. There was well, nose all of the lady. baby shit nose is happening. lady. Yeah. And the baby is trying to kill the dad. The dog then tries to kill the baby because the dog wants to be with the dad and so wants the baby out of the way. Yeah. And the dad doesn't know this. And I don't know. So all of that happens. It's just a long extended sequence. In the meantime, we've got like the montage that's very, very slowly trickling out every 10 minutes at a time in 30 second intervals of Loki looking for the kid. Uh He finally gets to their house, shows up, 
sees that there's a piano hanging from the rafters and the dad's like screaming, oh my God, piss everywhere. Oh, piss, 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 piss. And um, like just all of the incredible damage and weird shit that's happened to the house looks around and goes, well, this obviously isn't my kid, turns around and walks out of the fucking room, which is just so frustrating. It's just so dumb. Anyway, but... I mean, there's also the scene right after that where he follows him into the alley, and as he's about to to knock him out and steal the baby, Odin yes. shows up, and he's like, hey, fuck you, Loki, but the baby's right there. I'm, I'm literally doing what you asked me to do, Odin. I have... That's the dad. You're controlling the literal dad holding the literal baby that was created by my mask, who has... That guy has the mask! And Odin's like, eh, fuck him. <laughs> and just well, steals his powers for no reason. I guess, Literally yeah, no I forgot about... Okay, there's a bunch of other Odin shit in here that makes no sense, because Odin is constantly every... He goes, Loki, you must find the kid in the mask through any means! And then yeah. anytime that Loki tries to do anything at all to try and find out where the mask or the kid is... Odin's like, the fuck you doing, Loki, you piece of shit, you goddamn motherfucking idiot, and just screaming and yelling at him and, like, taking his powers away and beating him up. And lo- it's just, he's doing what you ask. He's doing the thing. You said to find it. What's the fucking point, Bob? But, yeah, so Loki doesn't realize it's a kid, and then five seconds later, he does for yeah. reasons. It's, ah, uh, God. And then, yeah, he, so... The alley scene happens right after this. Loki chases them to an alley. He sees the dad and the kid and he goes, hand over your kid. He's born of the mask. Born of the mask. And then he attacks him with a big, I can't even remember, like an explosion of some kind, a big cartoon. Oh yeah, no, he does the fireball. He does the Frieza fireball. He he does the Frieza fireball, lifts both hands over. He turns, he lifts both hands in the air and just... He totally does. It's actually more he does like the finger Frieza one. Yeah. But yeah, it's totally a DBZ thing. And he throws it at the dad and the kid protects himself. And then the dad assumes that that means that the kid loves him. And the kid's just protecting himself. Or whatever. No, the kid doesn't give a shit about him still. No. It doesn't make any sense that this is the moment they bond. Because he's sitting there yelling and screaming about how much he hates the kid. Two seconds before this, then the kid just defends himself, not even the dad. And then they're instantly like, oh, we love each other. That's literally their arc. It's just this one moment. It's just, it's so hack. And it's at this exact moment when they're in the middle of this fight that Odin goes, Loki, no, you're bad, actually. You shouldn't be doing this. The thing that I told you explicitly to do. Fuck you, Loki, and takes away his power. Yeah, but like, so he takes away his power, and then in the next scene, Loki climbs into the baby's window at night, uh, summons Odin. He's like, hey, look, I'm in the room with the baby that you were literally just holding that I told you was the baby. So, like, give me my powers back. And Odin just says, okay. So what the fuck was the point? Yeah, and then he shoves da- uh, dynamite up his ass and, yeah, and then he shoves dynamite up himself ass. into the sky to escape with the baby. Okay, first of all, the dad wakes up, Tim, um, and he goes to check in on his son who's sleeping in the crib. And then we get a shit post where the kid turns over and it's Loki's fake. (laughs) That was actually really good. Yeah, and it's Loki's fake. Dada. Daddy. (laughs) 
Pumbaa. Yes, that looks like a ship post. That's pretty amazing. That does not... No. <laughs> pretty amazing. Is that you? Yeah, and, and then Loki shows up as the wife, and he's like, you idiot, I'm Loki. I can do whatever the fuck I want. <laughs> I'm just fucking with you. I'm going to shove this dynamite up my ass and fly out on the ceiling. <laughs> like, okay, Loki. But then... I kind of love most of the Loki like, scenes. That was great. I kind of love the, most of the Loki The problem is it follows up with the wife actually showing up at home and him assaulting her. God, that scene is so fucking uncomfortable. They had a good, legitimate, funny moment, and they followed up with assault. We shouldn't I, talk about this. I don't know. It get sucks. Into that. Yeah, actually, it's like, really why bad. is it there? And then the whole, and then it, it cuts to Loki in the alley, just like playfully playing games with the kid. Like it's so out of place. I hate it. Spoken. This movie just hates the woman. And everything about her, and it commits literal violence against her because of that. But the man, fun podcast. Like this is this is what I'm saying. Like I don't know why this movie is infamous. I don't get it. Like none of this because we just said why. Because that's so awful that you don't want to watch it. But like none of this is is. You're. It is. You're right in that it's not okay. It's in. I think that. The problem is that a lot of the movies that are infamous like this, they're infamous like this where they say, oh, you don't want to watch it, but the idea is, yes, you actually do because it's so bad there's something interesting about yeah. it. And this one is actually, no, you don't want to watch this. Yes! <laughs> That's the issue that we're having, is that this one is literally the, it's not the, ha-ha, funny, oh, you shouldn't watch The Room. It's, no, 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 don't watch this. The internet needs to stop joking about this movie, is what I'm getting at. They need to I stop. I think because most people don't... Ha- I think the problem is that most people haven't actually watched this movie. Yeah. And it has a reputation for being bad. And people assume that the rep for being bad means that it's bad good. And they don't understand that not all bad movies are stuff that is actually, like, funny redeemable. Because this movie isn't. This movie is, like, as much as I said that I think that it's it's not as bad as what you're saying in a way, it is not funny redeemable. It's still just a steaming pile of shit that you shouldn't watch even for funny parts. Like, it's not that kind of movie. But, okay, so Mask Tim uh, goes after Loki, and they drive to a boxing match. They, yeah, there's a whole chase scene thing. I like don't he, give a shit about the Yeah, chase he grabs his wife and she's like, what are you doing? Like, what, where are we going anywhere? And then he grab, he finds the dog and he yeah. talks to the dog and says like, oh, you have to give me the mask because you're my best friend, dog. And that means that... They made up, I the, guess. That you'll, you'll be the kid's best friend as he grows up. That's what it means, I guess. So then the dog gives him the mask and he turns Tim- into the mask... I wanted to bring this up because just of how much this movie is the self-insert again, that he puts the mask on and his traumatized, his appropriately traumatized and angry wife, who he has dismissed and belittled throughout this film, immediately goes, oh my God, he's hot. Yep. Spoken!
with his plastic orange hair and everything. As Loki in the alley, I just also want to mention this. Loki in the alley is like, wow, you're my son, huh? Well, then can you do this? And does like a big cartoon Taz spin. And you're like, oh, he's going to like change into something weird. And then turns back to his exact same Loki. He just does a fast spin. And then the kid does a fast spin. And then they look at each other and goes, wow, amazing. And it's, it's, it's like a family guy joke with no just, punchline. So, I loved how that yeah. it just, we ran out of budget or ideas. So uh, yeah. they transform into to nothing, I guess. So, yeah. yeah. And then, then they do the good, bad, the ugly, because they have to make a reference to that, too. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, whatever. Um, but the point is, they go to the boxing match. None of that shit matters. They, they go to the boxing match. They and... fight in the boxing match doing other cartoon shit that doesn't make any sense. And then they reference the cartoon where Bugs is drawing Daffy with a pencil. Mm, yeah. But in this case, yeah. it's Loki that's the pencil drawing things for the mask mm-hmm. to, like, fuck with him in the fight. But, again, none of this matters. The whole point is Loki stops the fight in the middle and is like, you know what? This is stupid. This is dumb. What are we doing? Let's just airbud this shit. This is a waste of time. We're evenly matched opponents. I think we should let the kid decide. Oh, they're airbudding it. They're airbudding it. They're doing airbud. He's gonna airbud his child. What? And the mom doesn't say anything. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. They're doing the airbud thing. And the mom doesn't care. The mom's just sitting there. Alvy. Yeah, he goes like, we're both invincible gods. We can both just use cartoon logic forever. Neither one of us can harm the other. This is fucking yeah. dumb. Why are we doing this? Why is this a movie? Can you yes. get us out of this movie, Lauren Scooterman? I want out. Yes. I, what has my contract said? Somebody call my agent. And then the director yelled, cut. And they went, keep the first carton part and leave the rest the, out the <laughs> just, part, yeah. just keep the part where he says what are we doing here and just and then cut the rest of it <laughs> and and but they they airbutt it they let the kid decide who's his dad yeah like, like they put him in the middle like come on buddy come on buddy let's go pal i did like I'm this. your dad i did like this this part was great. <laughs> this is just like head in hands right now, crying. And I I thought this was amazing. Kids they, are dogs. Kids are dogs, right? Fucking air butt it. They kids fucking air butt it. It's so dumb. The wife is sitting on the side watching this and says nothing. She's fine with this. She's totally cool. Because yes, it's the only thing that's important is Tim. He is the center of the world. <laughs> oh, it's so incredible. I it that sucks. Yes. This part I like that part of the movie just how much it's this aggrieved like white divorced dad 
kind of gives me life just because it's so blatant and so mad the, about the kid it. Rightfully is going towards Loki, who's actually a good dad. Yes, who actually cares about <laughs> and, him and has been and, playing games with him and is excited to yeah. see him. Yes. And and instead the Tim, the the mask guy, takes off his mask and he's like, look, no mask, no superpowers. Let's just be a real family. I have always loved you. And he starts lying his fucking ass off to this kid about how much he loved him, how much he he totally cares about this kid, and that they're going to be a good family together. And the kid fucking buys it. He's actually a cool good dad, didn't you know? Didn't yeah, you know? Didn't you like all, the, all that shit cool I did where I, I talked down about you and mom was just because I'm a good dad. He's actually the good guy. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then Odin shows up. He's like, you fucked up. Your timer's done. Your digital clock analog sand <laughs> timer time piece is over. I'm fine with that. That's the goofy energy that it needs. Yeah, and and he, he goes to berate Loki. And then Tim walks over. He's like, hey, now. You can't go talking about that. I just made up with my son, and now you're going to do the same thing. In fact, here's the mask the whole movie was about. You could just have it. I don't care. Now, go make up and go home or whatever, you silly kids. There's so little tension and stakes in this movie. It's incredible. Because everybody, if all they had to do was just give them the mask and then just be done from the beginning. Nobody cares. Loki's not evil. Loki just wants the mask back because Odin says that he wants the mask back. And it's supposed to... It's supposed to cause terrible problems in the mortal world. So they're they're just going to get the mask back. And he doesn't want the mask. So... What's the fucking point? There isn't a point. This whole movie's pointless. So, but yeah, he gives the mask back because that's a thing. And then suddenly Odin and Loki... Don't give a fucking shit about the kid anymore, even <laughs> no, though that was like a leave. big thing too. Like, oh, he's born of the mask, born of the mask. Like, it would have made one hundred percent sense. What's yeah? What they set up here? I feel like there has to be a cut scene, which I don't know why they'd have cut it. Of Odin going, all right, and now I'll take away the kid's powers, and goes, yeah, and they like, like sucks, they sucks have a big fight powers. and talk and a learning moment as Loki pops in, and be like, no, let the kid have the. No, no, no. They don't, but, like, just, no. just, no joke. Like, they actually needed to just take the kid's yeah. powers away, because... They did, yes. Yeah. It, it, no, it makes agree. sense, like, they, yeah, it just, it's so weird they didn't do that, because it feels like they had to with what a big deal they made about Born of the Mask, and then the end of the movie feels like it's supposed to be a twist, but it isn't, because they didn't do that. Because uh, the baby winks at the camera at the end in a cartoon way so it's like oh i still have my powers but his powers were never taken away so we know that like i don't yeah. see why that was an issue wasn't that the whole thing maybe the baby was winking at them posting feet on main oh god that's really creepy yeah you i don't need that you can't post feet on Maid. What? They're really focusing on them feet. They really like feet. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, but like in the final minutes, this film just goes, hey, hey kids, hey, hey, you ever, you ever see some feet? <laughs> 
<laughs> they no, they had an this extended is the, feet sequence. They, well, and again, this is actually feeding into the part of the movie that I really yeah. like in the bad yeah. way. And yeah. that is Oh, you really like just, feet. No. Okay. <laughs> Go on. Go on. Yeah. Not the feet. Not the feet. Uh-huh. I like I like how incredibly <laughs> aggrieved the writer or director or both were at how much people don't appreciate how cool and awesome they are. Yeah. Because they have an entire scene in this movie at the end that's him at his job again with his boss who's this who goes, wow, you know, I've never seen something so inspired as this. So, such a sublime, yeah. incredible, unbelievable motion picture put to film that, like, nay, if J- Jesus himself came down to earth, could not touch. Um, and it's them filming the son of the mask. It's them filming this exact movie. Oh, yes. the, the dad and the yes. dog. Uh, the the kid and the dog vying for dad's attention. It mm, truly the greatest, most incredible piece of art that animation has ever put to the form. And it's just this incredible sequence of them kissing his ass for how great he is as they film exactly Son of the Mask. And then the yeah. baby wins the camera. It, there's no point to it winking to the camera though, because they didn't. No, they don't even know what they're doing. No, no, but I I do love that the movie has to tell you how incredible and wonderful and amazing this movie is. Did you see this? Oh, the greatest! How privileged you, the viewer, you must feel at this moment to have been a part, a tiny piece. Okay. Of seeing, Son of Mask. <laughs> I. I was just reading something. I'm looking at Roger Ebert's review of this movie. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, a, a word about Baby Alvy in this movie. Uh, I have never much liked movie babies who do not act like babies because I think they're mm-hmm. scary. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I especially do not like Baby Alvy who be- behaves not according to the rules for babies, but more like a shape shifting creature in a Japanese anime. <laughs> <laughs> Did Roger Ebert just say anime was a mistake? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, thanks Ebert. That's that's the reason why this movie's infamous though, is oh, that right. none of the other movies that we've talked about or very few of the <laughs> other movies that we've talked about as being like famous bad movies yeah. have a Roger Ebert review. They don't have a Roger Ebert review about this how movie the baby is like his Japanese animes. Yeah. This movie got <laughs> enough of a wide release that Roger Ebert talked about it. That's why this movie's famous. Because oh, it has a hundred million dollar budget. Uh, I can't believe Roger Ebert compared the baby in this movie to anime. I can't yeah, that believe that. That, that, does not, that doesn't that make doesn't any follow. fucking sense. <laughs> You know what that tells me? That tells me that Roger Ebert has not seen a lot of anime. Nope. (laughs) But also, but this baby does act like a, it acts like a horror monster. It acts, this movie feels like it was going to at any moment get very real and bloody and turn into a horror movie. Like the baby is shooting things that would kill real people. Uh, But instead it does cartoon things. 
Yeah. So, but it felt like it could have gone the other way. Yeah. Yeah. And, and in I, some cases, it does. Loki literally murders people in cartoon fashion. He, yes. he cuts the face off of Ben Stein. Thank you, by the way. And puts his face on display in a museum. Yeah, he did. Lo, again, this is why I like Loki. He literally yeah. murders Ben Stein, yeah. which is I I I appreciated. Yeah, I anything that, that gets Ben Stein out of this movie is good. <laughs> yeah, I think that part of the thing is that that dark undertone of like real cartoon violence. Yes. That works in an original, the mask or a who framed Roger rabbit Agreed. where it's not actually really a kid's movie entirely. Right. Like they play into that dark tone a bit. Because in and, The Mask, when he does cartoon stuff, it has real consequences to people. Like, yeah. it, it's not it's not just, like, somebody's head turns into a nose. When he shoots at the gangsters with his fucking, look at this gun, it's big, and he goes, like, and extends out into a bunch of bullets, that fucking kills the gangsters. Yeah, he's, he's blowing fucking, up He cars literally shoots like them. Like, yeah. the cartoon thing is 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 mixed with real-life actual violence. It's just presented in a cartoon fashion in this movie it's just cartoon violence well also i was gonna say too that it just makes sense that like the mask is as you said when he shoots the gangsters like the the plot of the mask is also just geared towards like it's a a darker story darker yeah, yeah a darker audience a darker story like it's set up as not being a like kids movie even if it even if you might have a kid go to it and watch it as a family or something, it's not a kid's movie in the way that this is a kid's movie, right? Yeah, like it, it's agreed. a young adult kind of family film more so than anything. And this is like, this feels like it's aimed at six year olds, but still has the dark, weird violence, which is just <sighs> like, I don't know who this movie is aimed at because it has him banging his wife and the whole pregnancy thing and then like kids suck the life out of you and all these things but then also it has like cartoon stuff where it feels like it's for eight-year-olds with the baby and the dog i know exactly who this movie is for this is a movie that is exactly for the director yes, and exactly for was, the writer that's what i was gonna say it, that's the part that those i like about the, it is how much it's two people specifically for their personal grievances against their, the industry their white male power fantasy that is the yeah movie. it sucks yeah it's for th- like and that's why i loved how blatant it is at the end that it just has that whole scene of them filming his most incredible idea where they've groveled back to him to give him his old job because how incredible an idea son of the mask is like this movie itself well, I don't have any jokes. Rate Otis. Yeah, I don't have any jokes anymore. This movie's... I don't rate Loki? Who we should, rate we should... I guess we could rate Otis. Otis is good in the first five minutes. Yeah. And then I hate him. <laughs> the moment he well, turns Otis into the cartoon dog... Well, Otis doesn't show up in the movie anymore. It's only well, a CGI dog after that. It's not even a CGI dog. It's just Wile E. Coyote with a different, yes. with a different skin placed on top of the frame. Yeah. 
Yeah. That, it's not even Otis. That's the thing that pisses me off the most about that. It's not even that dog. It's just Wiley Coyote. Wiley Coyote or Tom, right? Yeah. Like it's just Tom and Jerry. Oh, yeah. Otis is as a dog, which is very small amount of the movie. Otis is like a twelve out of ten dog. That is a very good dog. It's a good Jack Russell Terrier. Yeah. It it has it has a mask collection, its own room. It loves its master so much that it wants yeah. to murder. Wait, I'm coming around on later, Otis. I'm starting to like this. No, but oh, but the master is Jamie Kennedy in the mask. Mm. Yep. Okay, never mind. Going back down on Otis. Yeah, Otis yep. settles it around the left. Yep. Okay. Yep. Um, Loki is a very good boy. Uh, is a real good dad. Has a heart of gold. Uh, and, you know, sometimes he just murders some people for no reason. He's like a pretty solid ten out of ten. Yeah, I I honestly twelve out of ten for Loki. Loki's a good boy. Yeah. Loki's slightly better than Otis. Yeah, slightly maybe. better than Otis for me. Just yeah. A little bit. I don't know how to end this episode. Loki doesn't get any pets though. Uh, Bob Hoskins doesn't lean down and pet Loki. So I'm. Mm. Mm. I think we end it there. That's how we end it. That's how it ends. Yeah. This movie, would you say that you hate this movie and that they suck the life out of you? <laughs> Much like children. Only if I was sitting in a dark room talking to my most personal friend, Kumar, who does nothing <laughs> but wear a mocap suit everywhere. Oh, he never never takes off that mocap suit. Just Who's just mm, permanently in a mocap suit. Permanently yeah. in a mocap suit. God bless you, Kumar. Mocapmar. <laughs> so, thanks for listening to Rough Cuts. This one was painful. Son of the Mask has a des- it has a deserved, undeserved reputation. It it goes. There's the one side of those movies where sometimes they get the infamous reputation where you kind of need to watch them, and then there's the Paul Blarts, and this lands on the Paul Blarts. This is a Paul Blart, is what this is. This is a Blart. Yep. It's a yep. Blart. It's a it's a movie so bad that it's bad, and you don't yeah. watch it. Yeah, yep. Oh no, we found out what the son of the mask is, and it's it's Paul Blart. Maybe, oh god, maybe he winked at the camera because that child was Paul Blart. What I'm saying is we're going to have to watch Paul Blart. Ball, Mart, Mall, Blart, Blart, Marl, Mall, Blart. I am not watching Paul Blart for this podcast. Don't make me watch Mall, Paul Blart for this podcast. Mall, Blart, 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 Call Blart, Blop. No. See you <laughs> next week. Thank you for donating to the Patreon and following our Twitter. Goodbye. <laughs>